CLNS History is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Welcome to the NBA History Channel on CLNS. Yes, it's a little different. We're coming here from our East Boston studios. It's a new addition. Got something new going on. And uh, we're going to react to the All-Star Game and everything around it. We're going to talk about Jalen and Jason with Larry Bird. A lot of Larry Bird talk. We got a lot of Larry Bird talk queued up. We're going to talk about the game. Does it need fixing? And uh, just overall reactions to the trip. But before we do, we got to pay the bills. And today's episode is powered by Factor Meals. You can get 50% off your meal kit. That's 35 choices a week of pre-prepped meals. If you go to factormeals.com slash boomer take, don't laugh, boomer take 50. That's the promo code, boomer take 50, 50% off. He's laughing at me. He's Bobby Manning, straight off of Indianapolis and here in East Boston with us. Bobby, all your first All-Star weekend covering the game. Uneventful, unfortunately. I, mean, I expected how could it be uneventful. I just don't understand that. I expected more to happen, more conversations, more news, more of the events, especially. And there were some great moments. I enjoyed the dunk contest. I loved the Steph Sabrina face off. That was probably the highlight of the weekend. A lot of, of controversy weekend. there with Kenny Smith right now. Yeah, and I I wasn't able to listen, but the people were pretty upset about his commentary. Yeah. So I saw all of that, but. We're in the building. It's cool to be in there because this is something you watch for so many years. Uh, but you expect it to be better. And that's the issue I have and I think many had about the weekend is that the events came so secondary to all the crap they're trying to sell there, all the engagement events, parties. And listen, all that stuff's well and good. But people tune in. People pay to go to the events, and they do need to be better. And we're not looking for, as Adam Silver said in his remarks, NBA Finals-level intensity between these teams. But how about the slightest bit of care? Before we before we get hard into this, we're going to cut off to the legendary scribe, Boston Globe, Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Gary Tangway, podcast host, and, uh, yeah, the legend, Bob Ryan, who had a complete boomer rage meltdown Literally three possessions into the game. Dunkarama, three-point forest. Dunkarama. Should I read it in full? Yeah, read it out, man. I mean, I love Bob. I, I saw it as an in real time and literally laughed my ass off. Once again, these NBA stars are showing no respect for the game. It's another Dunkarama and three-point farce. Not a single hand in anyone's face. I'll see how TCM is doing. See you next year. <laughs> see you next year. So, Bob... What a waste of time, Adam. I mean, oh, what a way. That's how he ended it, right? Adam, you got a lot of work to do. So we're going to cut to the take now. You got to see this. And then and then we'll be right back to react to the, the all-star game on the other side. The NBA is guilty of fraudulent advertising because they have pitched this as a basketball game. They tried. It's not a basketball game. But, but Bob, that's over tried, right? I mean, what can you do? They went back to the old format. Right? I knew after two possessions, nothing had changed. Pick up the paper this morning, and Gary Washburn is reporting to us all the things that were being said and done during the day, hoping that these players would cooperate and play a real game of basketball. And basically what they did, Gary, was give the middle finger to everybody. Give the middle finger to Silver, to Larry Bird, and just said, no, we're gonna do it our way. It's just, it was a farce. Some people honestly 
think that this is the only way it can be. All-Star games do not have to be that way. I cannot imagine Larry Bird and Magic Johnson play the game the way they played it today. They could only go at it 100%. How about Michael? And Michael, oh my God, Michael. Michael couldn't uh, do it any other way. Dude, not only is Bob Ryan funny, <laughs> but Gary Tangway. Consumer fraud. Consumer front fraudulent and Tangway trying to defend Adam Silver as much. Bob's not having it. I mean, I, I do want to get your take on the All-Star game. I'm I'm an old school, obviously. We look at things slightly differently. I may shock you with my take, but I want to get yours first. And before I do, I want to throw a couple couple of stat lines out there. So the score was over 200 points. 211 for the 211 to 186. I 289 hope. shots attempted. All right, and of those, 168 were three-point shots. And the East shot 97 threes. I mean, if it Joe was like co Joe if Joe was coaching psyched. the team, you would have said that's Joe's fault. That's but Doc Rivers was coaching. <laughs> well, that no one was coaching. It's the All-Star <laughs> game, but it gets better. Only three blocks the entire game. Here's my favorite: three personal fouls the entire game, and five free throws the entire game now normally if this was a, a Celtics game or a regular a, a game that mattered I'd be going crazy saying they're not going to the, the rim you know there's no oh, they went to the rim uh, yeah, <laughs> and no I mean, one was there to meet them but in this case and I, I do want to get your take but I want to run this by you first where's the officials accountability in all this for the game? Yeah. I mean, they're on vacation, too. They're not. Well, okay, so wait a minute. Now, everybody is accountable to nothing in the NBA. I think if we're stacking up the list of issues in the league now, and we talk about them all the time, the All-Star game is pretty low. So I don't think anybody's top priority is fixing this game. It's what's going on. There's nothing else happening. So we're going to hit it pretty hard while it's happening. The problem is is that it reached a new low, I thought. I think if I'm stacking Worse up all the year? games— yeah, because last year there was a moment, or at least a sequence that I'm going to remember, which were Brown and Tatum going at it. Yeah, only if you're a Celtics fan do you remember that. If well, I think people love that. Alone, I think people love that pretty yeah. universally coming out of it. It was cool. I like the fantasy draft aspect. I they hated got rid it. of that. Yeah, and Silver was claiming that going back to East West and going back to a normal game, because remember they tried that reach the score number ending, which was pretty fun and different. But they got rid of those two things to try to make it a normal game, and it ended up being anything but. Uh, Would you buy tickets to that game as a fan? No. Hell no. No, that's a, that says a lot. No, and I don't think I ever would have because it's probably overpriced. You know what you're getting for the most part, and that's why when we were watching the first half, I wasn't overreacting because it was close for a quarter like and a Bob half. Bob Ryan. <laughs> it was, yeah, he was out. He was out possession too. But you expect that, right? How long has it been since we've gotten a great competitive first half in the game? Because the first half always – drive to the rim, nobody's there, alley-oop, this and that. And the Joe Sway turned to me at one point, I think he identified the biggest problem is, yes, everybody's scoring at will, but nobody's throwing alley-oops, nobody's doing tricky uh, ball handling, step back, dunks. There was none of that. There was not one mid-range shot that entire game. Everyone was, was just tossing up threes. Or, and I think, listen, let me give you my take first. I thought it was great. I really did. I thought the whole weekend was great. Now, I'm not there you know like you were in the chaos but from a fan's perspective and yes and we will get to Larry Bird but a lot of Larry Bird there some Celtics you know overtones everywhere as always the Celtics Lakers but the game itself thank God thank you God they got rid of the Shaquille O'Neal music LeBron James music video intros I, I mean 
That's what started the decay of the All-Star game, that stupidity, right? That's gone. The, 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 the intros were a lot quicker. Halftime wasn't the Super Bowl halftime. You know, we, we truly had a trimmed-up game. Now, when it, when it comes down to what's going on on the court, of course the players have to be accountable to play uh, with some pride. And, and, I, and, I, and I think we were lacking that to a degree. But at the end of the day, I think guys like Bob Ryan for certain, but even me and to a degree, John, we're, we're kind of aging ourselves out of our target market here. I think the, the kids like it. You know? And that's what you got to consider at the, the end of the, the day. The kids like it. Now, I asked about the referees, and there's a reason. The referees, to me, like, listen, man, they could call fucking 15 different phantom fouls during the regular season game. Can they not slow down the game and get them to play a little bit of defense, put them on the line, you know, maybe get them to box out a little? Well, if no one's within 10 feet of each other, how are they going to call a, That is a really good point. <laughs> and listen, what more can you do? The mm-hmm. East had Larry Bird, Dr. J., Adam Silver in the locker room prior to, and I, I know they went to the West too. They gave them, I mean, this is sad. It feels like eighth grade basketball, you know, when the principal comes in and she's like, you know, you got to play with pride today because, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. the the the. Let's have a good game. Let's have a good game because the fans are, you know, they had, Larry Bird had to go in and, and give them a speech. And if you watch the Alumni Association game, Bobby, or the Alumni Association brunch, that was pretty – Bird got the Legend of Legends Award or whatever. That was pretty much his speech. It was like, yep. let's go out and, and show a little pride. And it's like what Bob said, you know, the players basically threw the bird to uh, Larry Bird and to the fans. And I look at – and, again, it's it's easy when, when my favorite player of all time is front and center and he's never off his recliner. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I looked at the spectacle around. I think it's as much about the, the people in the stands as it is about uh, with the play on the court. And let's let's go to that dead silent crowd. There oh, were... Can I add to that? Yeah. First of all, Reggie Miller, it pained me to see him all. And I understand why, but he, he ruins good things all the time. <laughs> him and Mark Jackson. I'm so glad Mark Jackson's gone. You know, but Reggie Miller... It just reminded me back of Miller time when he had that stupid show when he was with Indiana, a talk show. And they piped in so much crowd noise to the broadcast, you couldn't hear the broadcasters. Yeah. It was fake. It was clearly, I was thinking of Marv Albert. Remember when he, he blamed us for doing that? When the Celtics don't do that. But it was clearly fake. So tell me what it was really like. Could you hear crickets in the stands or what? You had two moments that they got into it, maybe three. The string of Halliburton threes off the top, and he had a great weekend, mm-hmm. which was cool because they love him there, and mm-hmm. they got excited. Yeah, I was great for him. In. Yeah, so then you had Lillard after Luca missed his dunk, tossing like in the half court shot. Yeah, that got the crowd going a little bit, and then you probably had that George to LeBron bounce pass alley oop, which was the only trick play of the night or you know, creative play of the night in this game. And we'll talk about the dunk contest in a little bit, but in the All Star game, you did always have guys throwing reverse alley-oops to each other or you know throwing back some crazy dunks on the run. There wasn't any of that. And what you almost had out of this game were some silly moments. Like I love 
Bam throwing the inbounds off Jokic's back. I love Giannis nodding his head as the crowd was counting down the free throws. There were a couple of things like that. And then Luka at one point got an offensive rebound, just stood there while everyone was waiting for him to put it back up and in. So it was the low effort, the one thing, silly plays that well, ended up defining the game. I mean, game. back in the day, they had the, the silly plays too. We'll get now. I'm just trying to pull anything out of this game. I, I mean, here's what I pulled out of it it was so unbelievably obvious how unathletic Jokic and Luka are. Jokic was the funniest guy to watch out there. It was only entertaining thing to watch. I I can't see how they're in shape. (laughs) I mean, to me, it's like I'm I'm, I'm watching these two guys who are just, especially Joker, I mean, they're just so extraordinarily talented. But don't tell me that Jokic isn't a plumber. That fucking guy is a plumber to a T in J.J. Reddick's book. Yeah, seven foot. A seven-foot plumber. Well, he calls Bill Russell a plumber. He calls everybody plumbers that played prior to, you know, LeBron. I just, to me, it's like Joker and Luka just like, he, it looks like he rolled out of Sullivan's tap on Cosway Street. <laughs> I mean, he... Those two guys were yucking it up all weekend. They were, like, attached to the hip, right? Yeah. But what more can Adam Silver do? I mean, he brought in Larry Legend. out. He got him out of the grave. <laughs> Yeah, you have to decide how important you want it to be. And that's the debate we're going to have. Does it need to be important? Does it need to be good? Or is it just an exhibition showcase dunkarama? But that's not, I mean, maybe the young fans like it. I didn't dislike it, like I said, but I knew I had really low expectations. Yeah, your expectations are always low going in because you know it's going to be a dunkarama first half. Things might tighten up a little bit in the third. And then you usually have a good ending. Usually it gets tight late. Back in and, the day, you almost always Yeah, do. and you have this flashy finish, and that's what I was expecting. The fact that that never came, I mean, we went downstairs for the fourth quarter. It was over. So that's what kills you there. So do you want it to become a crucial game where guys really have to try and put it on the line? Because let's say they made a home court advantage. Obviously, the East blew away the West. The Celtics lost home court advantage yesterday because... Tyrese Maxey had an awful game and Damian Lillard missed a bunch of threes, Celtics fans would be furious. And that's the number one rule you can think of. I thought that worked really well in baseball for a lot of years. So that's something you can do. Of course, there's always the money element. You know what you could do? You could try. Just have pride. Play with, I'm talking about the players here. You know, part of this is the AAU culture. They're all French kissing on the court. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And Tatum said after the game, I was thrilled to see Lillard go get that MVP because I could sit back and relax. And that's how Tatum approached the game yesterday. I thought Brown was fantastic. Brown he was, was arguably the MVP. He was that. right up there. I, yeah. I mean, for me, to me, I, I, like, I just can't do Dame anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, no more Dame time. He blew that with Miami, that whole nonsense. To me, he doesn't even exist until he's torturing us in the playoffs. I just, I was annoyed when he won. Yeah. Because and, he's also throwing half-court bombs in. Yeah, but again, I was I was talking about this with somebody this morning. There are young fans play paying to get into games before warmups to watch Steph Curry throw in these circus shots. So why would it not be exciting to them during a game? Well, yes, it enrages Bob Ryan. Yes, it it would enrage me. It did. It didn't enrage me. Well, what used to excite you about this game? What made it great back in the day? Dude, I'd have to roll some clips, man. I mean, I I was looking at some this morning, the passing, but there was a lot of, believe it or not, there was defense played. It was um, a lot of theatrical defense, you know, blocks into the stands. But, I mean, there was defense, and it was pretty predictable, like you say. Uh, where the 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 either the east or the west would make a run and close it out in the fourth qu- quarter and get it to be close, but 
it was just different. Like, there was something special about watching Bird play against Magic or Isaiah and Michael Jordan be on the same team, who you knew they didn't like each other. Um, you know, Dr. J and George Gerber, these guys, they, they really... And you know, Bobby, a lot of it has to be said for the money. Because back then, the money was small, but it meant so much to them. So... I, 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 it just overall had a, a, but again, you had the titans of the game there too. Yeah. And in the stands, instead of it being Paul Pierce and, and I don't even know if Pierce was there, but let's say Pierce and KG, I'm making it up. It was Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell and, and George Mikan. And those guys were with their teams for so long that you had association with the huge. conference. Yeah. I mean, and I think that killed the game in part yesterday too, because you kept looking up and you're like, oh yeah, LeBron's in the West. And that's so different from how it was for so many years Let where me tell he's in you Miami and Cleveland. Last year was had me thinking about quitting watching basketball. That's how bad it was. And the you, whole season? No, well, no. The, the All Star game. Yeah, the All Star game. I enjoyed the season to the, for the most part, but the All Star game was so bad, so so bad. Um, but let's move on to some brighter spots from the weekend. Unless you have anything to add to that. The game is not worth talking about, but there were some brighter spots elsewhere across the weekend. Yeah, I mean, biggest, brightest spot for me, obviously, was all the Larry Bird everywhere. But, Which was surprising, right? I mean, he was the ambassador there, being Indiana. I have a couple of things I want to talk about with fan reactions on Instagram and our Twitter, where fans are, are being a little stupid about things, as usual, and I'll, I'll address that in a minute. But how great was it to see... Now, you were there, so you didn't see Jason's T- Jason Tatum's interview right after meeting Bird. Dude, I-, I was getting the chills because, man, he went to – did you hear what he said? Yeah. He went to the mic right afterwards, and he was like – they were like, are you ready to put on a show? He's like, all I know is I-, I just met Larry Bird for the very first time, so, like, I'm so anxious. And, like, you could see how excited he was. And that's one of the great things about Tatum is that reverence he has for the guys who came before him. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, I mean, for Tatum to go to Taylor and say, I didn't meet Bird, and for because that's what happened. Yeah. So he went to the Bird, as you, that's a total Larry move. Blink, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Right? You think he'd want to meet the Celtics I wasn't guys. even sure he was going to be at the game, because he came to the event on Thursday where they had Halliburton come through in the Indy car and the whole crowd outside. It was a little nicer Thursday, too. So they had a big opening ceremony, and Bird came out, and it was like, whoa. So he was the big... Legend of the weekend. So let me ask you a couple questions about Larry. And then we'll go back to Jalen and Jason. How big is he now? He's monumental because I still think there's... No, no. I mean physically big. Oh. Has he shrunk? Because players shrink. But people shrink. A little bit. I didn't get to see him up close at all. But uh, they... He's probably you know still, still a, six nine yeah six, still taller than the average person so you're, you're so he's not slumping he everybody has texted me saying Larry lost so much weight I think he lost about fifty pounds I mean I think he got prepped for this I, I was pretty <laughs> pretty surprised how engaged he was well we debated that a little bit is this the beginning of him being a more visible figure for the Pacers or for the the league for the game just in general because we hadn't seen him period for so long I mean last time he was spotted. In Boston, I was I covered the game. It was what year did the the Kyrie play the Pacers? Eighteen or nineteen? Eighteen, yeah. Whatever 18, that season 19. was, he was there at the Garden. Let me tell you, when Larry Bird's in the Garden, it's like Bill Russell. It's different though. Like Bill, I think gets people like awestruck, whereas Larry, 
everybody from 10-year-old kids to 70-year-old adults or 80-year-old adults are like Larry Bird. And you saw it with Tatum. And you saw it to a degree with Brown, but really with Tatum. I mean, I looked at those two and I was like, that is really... And I might get beat up on this channel for this, but that was really, really... Those two are connected. Like, I mean... Pierce, I love Paul. I love him personally. I love him as a player. But Paul Pierce wasn't Larry Bird. Jason Tatum is beating all of Bird's monumental records, but also some stupid ones that we just love. NBC Sports loves to pull these records just out. Just many points by this right, age. Right, yeah. Silly stuff, but still, it's something. And I'm thinking to myself, what were they thinking to themselves, right, at that moment? And I'm watching it, and I rewound it three or four times, and I realize, you know, I'm a big body language guy. Tatum's going to talk to continue the conversation with Larry, and Larry does one of these. He kind of pulls him over to the camera like, I've had enough. Yeah. Not that Larry's arrogant. I think he's just had enough. That's him. I wonder, because Tatum and Kevin McHale are quite close. People don't know that. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. I wonder if, because the only way that that continues is if Tatum reaches out to make that continue. I think Larry Bird, depending on how, how much he gets reinvolved with Indiana, would be very, very mentorish to Tatum if Tatum reached out. So the other side of that is, and this is an every our Instagram, our Twitter, our YouTube. I'm going to ask you this. I don't know if it's an old head thing or a young thing. Why are fans mad at Jalen and Jason because Larry Bird's a hermit. Like, to me, I was so excited to hear that was Tatum's first time meeting Bird, and I understand the circumstances. Why do fans of Boston say, shame on them? Shame, how can they not? There's only two people to blame for that. Celtics and Larry Bird. Larry Bird's going to say, yeah, I just don't want to leave my house, right? And that's that. The Celtics could arrange for it to happen. They don't. Yeah. Hey, NBA history fans, quick timeout. Let's talk meals. Not just any meals, but factors ready to eat. Chef crafted the lights that make healthy eating effortless. Whether you're celebrating a classic game or a full court press with your schedule, factors got your back with over 35 weekly options that cater to all from keto to vegan. Imagine gourmet meals ready in time it takes to set up a play. There's no prep, there's no mess. Just pure, nutritious deliciousness that beats takeout on cost and quality. And with Factor, flexibility is the key. Choose your meals, adjust on the fly, and never worry about your next healthy bite. Here's the game changer. Head to factormeals.com slash boomertakes50. Use the code boomertakes50 for 50% off your first box. And yes, you heard that right. This is the History Channel. We are boomers. It's Boomer Takes 50. That's half price for premium, dietitian approved meals that fit your busy, hoops-loving lifestyle. Don't let mealtime steal your time. With Factor, you are always ready to play. Check out factormeals.com slash boomertakes50. Use that code boomertakes50. Now back to the show. And remember, great nutrition is part of any winning strategy. How much do you think, because I noticed Tatum on his stories on Instagram was sharing some Larry Bird stuff after that. How much of an impact do you think they made and how much can that carry and will it carry or is that just fan lust? I, I 
can't picture it carrying just because, as you said, how Barrett is. He doesn't want to be out in the spotlight, and maybe it carries in a way that we don't see, which is probably the most likely way it would, right? Maybe they hop on the phone or you know, maybe there's a meeting if they go to India. There's to no question Tatum, he was awestruck, man. Yeah. He was I, awestruck. And it adds to the awestruckness that you don't see him. You, you, That's part of the myth. You t- right? Yeah, there's a myth to him to some degree. You hear about him, you know he's the standard in franchise history in terms of skill. And as you said, seeing them together, obviously the first time, it's it's cool in that sense. But dude, I got choked up with each passing no, year. There's more of a connection between them, and you know people are mad that Tatum and him don't connect more because Tatum doesn't have the championships at this point. And everyone's gonna point to different reasons why that is. I think the biggest one still that the critics of Tatum point to is that he's not clutch or that you know, he is can't the carry biggest the team bullshit. Or, yeah. That is that drives me. First of all, Tatum had a bad finals. Jason Tatum has been clutch on so many occasions. No one is. No one hits the game winning shot all the time. Bird didn't. Jordan didn't. Tatum has. I mean, you look at. The entire finals run, yeah, he laid an egg in the finals, but that lead-up, there would have been no finals if Tatum didn't take over Brooklyn, remember, with the Marcus Pass, took over, and they swept, took over with the, the, the Bucks, took over Philly. with the Sixers. I mean, to, took over. That was like Larry Bird to a T. I can't tell you how many times I'm texting with old heads, and it's like that's a Bird moment. That's a yep. Bird moment. I've texted it with you how many times. So I definitely think there's a con- playing connection there. The IQ and the instinctiveness is definitely there. At the end of the day, they're the most, the two most talented players in franchise history. John so, Havlicek is there, but I, I understand why he wouldn't come to mind. But he is there. I mean, he still holds every record. So what does Tatum need to close the gap with? It's the winning and the championship specifically. So. But he seems to be so intent on it right now. I mean, even you asked him that question and 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 – he said, yeah, MVPs are cool, but, like, I'm beyond that now. We're ready to win. Like, yeah. We want to win a championship. No, he and says he's accomplished pretty much everything on the court that he wants to, aside from that. 28, right? And that's, you know, I think when you look at some of the numbers, some silly, some pretty remarkable, he has done a ton in a short span of ton. time in a terms ton. of points, rebounds, games, all the way down the line. And so, let's, let's, let's also take, keep into consideration, especially for the History Channel, not saying Larry Bird wasn't self-motivated, because <clears throat> he was, but he did have Red Auerbach hanging around, Bill Russell hanging around, John Havlicek hanging. I mean, these guys were there, all, JoJo. JoJo, I mean, some of these guys just, Havlicek retired the year before he came. Cowan's play he played with. I mean, the support system, not to mention he had five Hall of Famers on his first team and a questionable Hall of Famer in Maxwell, which will probably get there eventually. Tatum... Yes, he had great talent on his teams. But by that time, all the Celtics were gone. Danny was halfway out the door. It took Jason a long... The team he started with disbanded, too, effectively. Disbanded. We got to a point, we had a lot of conversations back then in 2021 specifically, where's this franchise going? Because you had Tatum, you had Brown, and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, you had a broken down Kemba. Yeah. Kyrie really set the... So when Kyrie... Horford even left. Horford, well, he left for money, and I understand why. But, like, Kyrie set them off the tracks. There was no one really there with the organization other than Maxwell and a sick Tommy, God rest his soul. And Marcus. But Marcus wasn't part. I mean, he wasn't part of the dynasties, Mm -hmm. right? 
they've kind of had to figure it out as they go on the fly. Yeah, and you're and you're now seeing them interact with guys like Bird and McHale and and Pierce. The Pierce stuff was amazing this past summer. KG. And you could see it coming through in them. I will tell you this, Bobby, and for those watching on the History Channel, I know a lot of you, uh, you don't pay attention to the current game quite as much, but I suggest that you do with this Celtics team because they are, when they're not playing Joe's style, (laughs) when they're not whiffing up threes, they are just fun to watch and they reek of championship pedigree. They really do. It, had, it comes through on the television. It's got to come through in person. So Tatum, Brown, Brown, all, uh, Tatum and, and, and Bird obviously make that connection. And let's move on. Now, I, I was with D. Brown last week for a while, and we saw Jalen do his best version of D. Brown. It was ugly. Uh, I Doing think, too much, and it's it's classic Jalen. It's Jaylen classic Jalen, right? He tried to do three things in one dunk, <laughs> and it ended up being probably the worst dunk of the night. And Tatum didn't help him with no. the bad pass. Yeah. I asked Tatum about it in a two-part question. Of course, he, he left that, that one, one out. out. But, but it also didn't help that, it, that they didn't practice. They didn't practice. So let's, let's talk about D. Brown. D. Brown practiced for weeks with Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. Injured Larry Bird. Injured Kevin McHale. Broken ankle. Broken back. Neither could dunk. Neither could jump over a piece of paper. But here, they practiced with him. And that, to a point where D. wanted them... Like, go away. You're driving me crazy. None of you guys could jump over a piece of toast. Go. You know? And uh, when I heard that with Jalen, I thought, this is classic. You know, be mad at the slippery floor. <laughs> I mean, how do you say the floor how do you is say slippery? That? And on top of that, like, why are you? Why do you keep showing everyone you don't have a left hand? I, I like it. Because one thing I loved about... He almost dropped the ball, dude. Yeah. One thing I loved about the competition is that the crowd did get involved. You're in the football... They booed the hell out of him. in the football him. stadium. So they were going after him the Why whole time. Why did they hate him so much? They thought he was getting inflated scores. And he was. Was he? Especially with that dunk. And he ended up being ahead of Mac the whole time, despite what Mac was doing. Uh, so it got contested. And, I, you know, I don't, I'm sure there's no love lost between Pacers and Celtics fans you know, going back a while now, mm-hmm. too. So they were on him. He throws down the left hand. He gets a big score. He jumps into the lead Dude, with that. Dude, he almost dropped the ball. And so they're booing him for showing off in that aspect and getting a big score for a dunk that, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. What was the Atlanta? What was the the fake when Dominique was actually there? He could have just had Dominique do it, but like he had. Like, I I still don't know who that was. What did he do, that guy? <laughs> he just kind of stood there. Said and then he something went and ran out. Yeah. Like it was like he he invaded the the set. Yeah. That. It was real. The court was really cool. The way it lit up and everything. That was neat. It was dark in there. It was there was dark. a lot of lights in the yeah, stands. Yeah. And like I said, the crowd was pretty good for that. It was it was a real environment there. And we had pretty good seats too. We moved up to the front row of the media section, so we had a pretty clear shot at it. And there were some great reactions by the crowd to all the different dunks and the scores. And I thought it was a good dunk contest. It wasn't for the last several years. This was pretty good. And, and I think a lot of that give Jalen credit. I yes, mean, his star power. Obviously, you know, brought more eyeballs to it, and I, and I think that helps. Someone needed to do it, and he stepped up. And and, and that's classic Jalen, too. He's ballsy. Yeah. He'll he do that. He'll be mad at everybody when he sucks at it, not himself. He'll be mad at everybody and the floor. But, I mean, that takes balls, man. I mean, you, not only that, you're wearing brown. You're wearing number seven. You're, you're literally, and Bobby, I am going to throw this to you because D. Brown has the largest hands on earth. How do you, and I'm thinking about Jalen here. Because the dude's got small. Will you please put your hands out like this? Oh, yeah, I got big hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jalen's about 
my size. Yeah. <laughs> right? I got big so, hands. You got some big-ass hands, man. Yeah. He has huge. Oh, yeah, he has wow. Huge wow. Hands. How long your fingers are, man? <laughs> yeah. Jalen Brown has smaller hands than me. So... Give the guy credit. I was the first to bring that no, up. I told you that. Now, you know I told you that because after you got your balls busted, I felt terrible because I was like, I'm the one who told him that. He does have small hands. I won't tell you who told me that, but he does have small hands. Even D was talking about that. I don't want to overstate it, but I do think Jalen you know, pushed the event into the future. I think he did degree. too. Yeah. No, I did too. He turned the court into TD Garden. Yeah, which was really neat. I yeah. thought that was so neat. Now, again, give him credit. He will, was and is turned into memes, and he was afraid of that. But that's part of what the game is, you know. The last thing is I, I told D, we were messaging during it, and I said, dude, can you imagine, because Tatum went out and threw that terrible pass to Jalen. I'm like, could you imagine if Mikhail or uh, DJ or Bird could throw you lobs? Yeah. He's like, oh, God. And I'm like, can you imagine if Bird came out wearing the coat Jason had on and threw you lobs. He was like laughing his ass off. And then Jason left right after that. You couldn't yeah, stay 10, 15 stay, more but... minutes. It's it's disappointing how it went, but I partially expected it too because Mac is a dunking expert. He so how is, could you expect Jalen to beat him despite being the NBA player and the star and all the way down the line? I think going into it, if he didn't have the expectation to have to win, it was more about just pushing the contest ahead. And there are some... And Pretty, he did that, I thought. I he didn't he did. embarrass... If we had the conversation in our garden report, Chad, John thought he embarrassed himself. Embarrassing is going out there and trying to do something so tough that you can't do it at all, and you just end up yeah, dunking with miss two any, hands. did he? He missed uh, the first one with Tatum. That's uh, right, And then he did, I think yeah. he missed another one at one point. The but worst was when he... You know, he tried, I think even, he missed the first Don't even block one. your eyes when you land. Like, at that point, just go with what you had. I think a big part of that was Tatum and that that didn't come together. But I you think couldn't, so too. You couldn't do too many things at once, so... No. I'm going to rate it a B minus. I think leaving it in the B, B minus category is good because they've been D's, E's, and F's, if that's even a score. It's been pretty bad. And it was enjoyable to watch in person. It was my second favorite event of the weekend to watch in person. The Steph-Sabrina face-off was a cool, unique event. they got to start doing more stuff like that because, honestly, the skills competition is pretty tired, tough to watch in person, and uneventful every single year. You can't even point back to a single one that – they really away. should start doing some horse. Some horse, some horse, one-on-ones. one-on-ones. They're never going to yeah. do the one-on-ones, but they could do horse. I don't know why they won't do the one-on-ones because they're afraid to up upstage each other. That's yeah. got to stop, man. Like, they don't know how – like, these guys – and I think I've become somewhat of a defender, even though they all call me Boomer Rage and everything. But, like, for the most part, I have been pretty defense defending of Jalen and Jason and, 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 and the Celtics in particular – this year because I think they're they're with effort. But some things, and this isn't Jalen and Jason in particular, some things they just can't get out. These current players can't get out of their own way. Like, at least pretend you don't like each other. There's one thing that the NBA, and even the fan base to a degree, has forgotten. Everything's about the fans. But All-Star Weekend, it really is about the fans. It's not about their break. Because you know what? Prayton Pritchard, where do you go? The Caribbean? That's a break. That's a vacation. <laughs> You're one of the 12, 24 greatest players in the world. That ain't a vacation, man. How about LeBron? LeBron blew off media day so he could show up on Sunday, and he didn't get I, I, I got to be honest with you. He, I'm ready for him to retire. <laughs> I really am, and I have turned a 180. You know, this whole network is founded off my despising LeBron, and I've really changed that. I've become a LeBron apologizer. really appreciate what he does off, off the court. Dude, he is starting to really get annoying. 
And now here we go again with the Lake. I don't want to get into get off track here, but with the Lakers rumors, he's leaving the Lakers. Now, he destroyed that franchise. That title doesn't count. <laughs> You're calling it a Mickey ring? It's a Mickey Mouse, without a doubt. It's a Mickey ring. I, I just don't first of all, in the bubble the basketball was great until the, the, the finals, these the conference finals when they allowed the families to come. The basketball went in the toilet at that point. And LeBron won, and that's great. He brought one title to L.A. and then destroyed their future. So, you know what, dude? Go to New York. Go wherever you want to go. Just I've had enough already. Like, that's enough. That was a crazy story, though, that the Warriors could have acquired him at the deadline. Yeah, yeah. And he, yep. he declined to go. So, for some Give reason or another, there. he's going to stick it out there, probably for family reasons, probably for business reasons. They ain't going to draft. Uh, if they draft his kid, Bronny, the Lakers? I think he needs another year in college, at least. And I he's gone through a does. lot at this point. He's had a lot. I mean, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, he's a talented kid, but the younger one's even better. All right, well, I mean, we've gone on and on here, and it, this was fun. Um, but you asked about how it was back then. So we're going to wrap up this video with my my top five Larry Bird all-star moments. Um, so we'll cue that now, and we'll be back next week. Don't forget to check out Factor Meals. Factormeals.com slash Boomer Takes 50. I love that promo code. You'll get 50% off. And we're going to, uh, we're, we're actually going to get a case order to the studio here next week and do an unboxing for you. Um, and then we got some other pretty, pretty cool things going on uh, here at CLNS. And uh, you need to follow us on Instagram because you may not be Ooh. able to tell, but this, my friends, is a Jason Tatum autograph basketball. Now, I ain't touching the autograph. You see, I got it. It has a letter of authenticity, and uh, we want to give it away um, for social purposes, social media. So great value with this. Um, I'm glad I caught it on it. So anyway, follow us at Celtics CLNS on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter. Um, you can follow me CLNS underscore Nick. You know, most guys do that, except for one guy, one of my teammates, when I was playing, Tommy Heinsohn. Isaiah gets the pass to Larry Bird, who slips it. So Isaiah Thomas on a good feed. Larry Bird. He goes in, see the, takes the defense with him, and it's an open space. He goes right down, right down the lane there. Larry Bird, good screen by Trapuca. Bird hits the jump shot. Bird can figure in this game, fires this one up, ends up on his back. And two years ago, 1980, Larry Bird. Well, it makes it a lot easier when you're playing with two guys that you play with all year. Plus, you got the coach sitting on the bench that coached you throughout the year. Uh, coach Fitz started calling my play a little bit, and I got hot, and I just hit a couple shots. Congratulations, Larry. Tremendous job, tremendous game. Thank you, sir.
They could meet in the championship this year. Larry Bird with a fine drive down the middle. MVP last year. Bird trying to save it, and here comes the East. The open. And Larry Bird picking up where he left off. To Larry Bird, two on one again with Mo Cheeks. Back to Bird. Throwing titles at anyone but Will Chamberlain in NBA. Larry Bird, long range. Relax a little more. They start to do things to help each other out. Bad pass by Paxson, and Larry Bird will get an easy pass. Doesn't need much help on that. Bird again, watch the pass to Irving, two on one again with Gilmore back. Three on one, Bird. With a free throw, it's 12 to 7 in favor of the East. Larry Bird, and that looked like they've been working on that for a week. Little up pick you'll see, and Isaiah heads up to make it happen. Watch the bounce pass through the defense. Beautiful. That's why people are saying I'm scoring record. Bird gets free. Isaiah having a ball trying to find Larry Bird, who moves so well. Watch this situation here. Great pickup by Tony. Starts the action. Up to Bird. And you can have it, Dr. J. You make it look better. Julius, Bird, basket counts and a foul. Match for the East in that situation. They're alert to that, and Bird's fall away gets the shot up over Gambling. First half, the West by two, 53 to 51. Larry Bird from the corner. It's the doctor in the open court. To Bird. Pass as well as Isaiah and Magic and Bird with the swooping left hand reverse layup. Bird coming around a screen from Malone. Shooting over Worthy. But here was Bird just sneak as nicely right by with the good hands and take it away mostly on defense. And a lot of people thought that Robinson and Johnny Moore and Bird were just much Bird just make this move strong into the hoop. He's ambidextrous actually a lot of people think he's lefty. Bird going for three more. His first penetration. Watch Kareem fake at him. Make it look like he's going to intercept the pass. He really forced Bird to take the shot. Kareem fakes him. Made him shoot it. Bird ahead of the field of the doctor. Wilson. Throw the trailer. Larry Bird. Tremendous. Pump fake and delay in it. Corner into the hands of Larry Bird. The Kale will ice it for the East team. Uses up a couple. Two of the three Celtics are in the game, and Larry Bird with 7.20 to go in the first half. Bird for opening in the left-handed shot. Larry Bird, 9 to lead the East. Rolando Blackman, 13. James Worthy, 12. Bird on the wing. Let everyone go by and hit the shot. You may see Magic going to the offense, taking his shots here in the fourth quarter a little bit more. Larry Bird. And this is Larry Bird's fourth steal. Look at him coming from the weak side. You know what? He knew. Ames to his teammate, Larry Bird. Seven and the lead is 12. Bird. Yeah. Oh. Playground. Here we have Bird. Now watch the last second pass. Yes. There it is. Well, maybe number 33 is going to get cooking now. 
Here we have Larry just cruising out there, doing his thing. Little head fake, which he does at his best. And then, little shot, little horse time, maybe. He is the game high scorer. Larry Bird, the Western team right now with David Robinson and Elijah one out on the floor. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.